0: Welcome to an all new episode of Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat. Just a fact. I'm Sam, aka Rosa Beetleborgs. I'm Linus, aka James Burnham Woods.
1: I'm Caroline, aka Betsy Davos.
2: <laughs> I'm Zach, aka Caro Caro Benito Mussolini. Nice. More like Betsy Dabvos. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Hell
0: yeah, hell yeah. I'm dabbing in real life right now. Can you see it? Intense dabberoni. <laughs> It's an intense <laughs> Cabrioni. Um. So challenging week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not as bad as last week. Fortunately. Still pretty bad
1: though. Yeah. A few pretty weeks are.
2: But
0: yeah. But you know how's
3: how's everyone doing? I'm pretty good. Uh, been really busy, but this is our like second study week because of the high suicide rate in northern Ontario. Oh, so boy. Uh, we yeah just been <laughs> jokes
0: and jokes and jokes. I wish I hadn't asked. <laughs> Take it back. Anyone got anything
3: good? Not really. Nope. Okay. It's, it's not like yes. that's happening all the time. It's just it's just that happens no, I, to be the reason we have two study weeks.
0: I mean, hey, that's that's better than the alternative, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday was uh, my
2: six-year anniversary with my girlfriend, and we happy went out for fondue for- Aww, Thank you. We went out for fondue for the first time. Neither of us had ever had it before, and play-acting at being like classy and adult yeah like it was like we were both fucking idiots and had no idea what we were doing and the waiter kept coming over and being like oh you know you don't have to do
0: that everybody thinks you do but you don't oh you know you're you're supposed to drink it when you're done with the (laughs) dippables yeah you're supposed supposed to to do shots of the cheese you're leaving money on the table like an eric andre sketch
3: oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a horrible thought
2: it's like it's like you know that uh that uh, Tumblr post where that guy's t- that girl's talking about how she went on a date with a guy and they were watching a movie at her house and they made a pizza and then he's like, this is the worst part, and reaches in to grab the oven rack with two bare hands yes. and screams. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
3: <laughs> you that's heard not me. true. <laughs>
0: There's no way that's true. I'm
3: actually going to make a pizza as soon as we're done recording, so... Make sure That's you grab the oven it. rack with two bare <laughs> hands. That <should> not <laughs>
0: possibly be a true story. <laughs> I refuse. Anyway, uh, so Donald Trump wants all the teachers to have guns. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to get this out of the way first because I am so fucking red about this. Yeah. So I have... Uh, whole bunch of teachers in my family my mom my grandma my cousin's wife and just like the thought like my cousin's wife has already been saying that like she is actively like on edge at all times already just in her classroom with her like kids Mm -hmm. uh and just the thought that Like, okay, let me just break down why this is so fucking stupid, because I'm sure that anyone who's listening to this thinks it's a great idea, but I'm here to convince you otherwise, Trump fans. (laughs) So, first of all, the thing that really gets me is that if this was, like, policy and the norm, all that that says is, hey, get the teacher first. They're the one with the gun. Like, that's what would happen, is you would go, oh, I just need to kill the teacher first. Is the thought that this will (laughs) prevent violence... Yes. Why would this deter anything?
3: Th- this it's not going to do anything except create more violence. Like like you know what's better than a, than a shooter on a rampage? A fucking chaotic gunfight. Yeah. I mean and and maybe that's like I don't know it, it, what is that true? Like I don't know.
2: It's it's
1: part like, of the even like, in continued- the case that it would be a deterrent they're like there's still gonna be mass shooters, and they're gonna look at yeah. more targets like are we gonna right. arm like movie theater concession people now are we gonna arm it's an escalation? Employees? But it
0: it wouldn't it wouldn't be a deterrent though because people don't go and do a school shooting expecting to like then go on to live their normal life for the rest of their life. And there are armed guards at schools, like a lot of schools schools have on its own. But they don't have a gun in every single classroom.
1: Literally, at the Florida Stoneman Douglas School, there was an armed guard.
0: Yeah, literally
1: there.
2: And he never
0: encountered the shooter. But like, just can you imagine? That means
1: we need like ten. Both from <laughs>
0: a, a platoon, yeah. Both from the teacher's perspective and the students' perspective, the idea of in the from the teacher's perspective, you would be like always on edge, like mm-hmm. at any moment someone could open that door and open fire. They're gonna go for me first because they know that the teacher has the yeah. gun, mm-hmm. so they're gonna be like always prepared, always looking at the door, like mm-hmm. having to kill for their students and just like uh-oh i'm i'm running late for class let me throw open that door and try to get to my seat oops the teacher just shot me in the head because they're terrified and i opened the door too fast right isn't and just like, like,
3: having a gun make it infinitely like more dangerous like i read some yes, kind of yes, statistic yes, like yes it, it's like cuz it's
2: a fucking weapon
3: having a gun in your house just just that vastly increases like the risk of suicide or something like that so like right. it, it's 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 and, just like
1: people or accidentally shooting or people. accidents. Yeah, it's like
3: yeah. kids are mm-hmm. always getting a hold of guns and like shooting their parents and shit with Yeah, it. or themselves.
2: Also like can we talk about how many students could easily overpower their teachers? Like oh yeah.
0: Like, now that's that's the other thing I wanted to say is that from the students' perspective like mm-hmm. the idea of The already, like, weird sort of dynamic between teacher and student, Mm -hmm. like, where you're, you're. I mean, you know how it is with teachers. You're like, ah, they're, like, above me, and they think they're better than me. Ah, Mm -hmm. I'm a teenager. But then if it's like, my teacher's kind of a dick, and he's got a fucking gun.
2: And I'm a foot taller than
3: him. Throwing aside any kind of, like, liberal argument where, like, actually this will have, like, this kind of effect, it's fucking caveman response like Mm -hmm. the nra's response to violence is to escalate that violence (laughs) just because like it it, you know it's it's caveman it's like they're they you know just go and fucking kill them now if there's my god so every time there's every
0: time there's a mass shooting they get more money because people buy guns out of yeah there's that too you cannot so fucking it's say it's NRA around.
2: caveman and not make me think of, like, Wayne LaPierre in, like, a fucking caveman leotard, banging two guns together in a cave, going, like, onga-bonga, semi-automatic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even, like, so that's the, you mentioned, like, a, a student overpowering their teacher, which could easily happen, but also the idea of, like, being a kid, like... I don't know if any of you ever had an experience when you were a kid and there was, like, a teacher who kind of, like, made you scared or uneasy in some way. Oh, yeah. But the idea of, like, being kind of afraid of your teacher when you're a little kid and then also knowing they have a gun. Like, I'm just Mm -hmm. imagining, like, children's books. Like, don't worry. Your teacher's got a safety gun. Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: ideally, these teachers would not be, like, advertising the fact that they're strapped. But,
0: like, yeah, like, Why the, Eventually, you?
1: all the kids would know, and that's definitely yeah. yeah. like that's know. going to affect their psyche in any way.
0: Mm hmm. Right. Like, I mean, you know how, like, fucking gossip at school is. If you know that, you're, if one person sees that your teacher has a gun, everyone's going to know immediately. Right. Well, especially if, in this, I mean, in this instance, everyone would have a mm-hmm. gun. So. And I mean,
1: I can't see it not coming up during the many, like, lockdown drills. <laughs> mm
0: hmm. When I yeah, was in grade get, get eight, my teacher, teacher. We threw won't, we won't a desk. We won't buy them, like, fucking supplies yeah. for them to do their jobs. We, we do expect them to kill for you.
2: Right.
3: When I was in grade eight, a teacher threw a desk across the room.
2: Because he
3: was,
0: yeah. Wonder what would have happened if he had a gun. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another thing that needs to be he said. He would have thrown guns. the gun across. It's just the, the number room. of shootings that happen when someone is like angry and happens to have a gun because it's really easy it's to happen to have a gun. Easy. All right,
2: And, and this then you is go, like, oh, I have a gun. The idea that like teachers should be the ones who have to be like our final line of defense against like school shooters is just like the logical extreme of the whole good guy with a gun fallacy, which is like, right. Wah. We're expecting that, like, if a kid comes in, like, guns blazing with, like, I don't know anything about guns, so I'm not going to say any specific model of guns so that gun nerds can get mad at me, but a big, fast gun. <laughs> and, like, we're expecting that these yeah. teachers are going to be, like, ace shots, like, Fucking SEAL Team John 6 Wick, bullshit, like, like you right.
1: know? And it's hey, just not realistic. There was a popular Twitter thread going around this week that I'm sure a bunch of you saw about how... Um, when the OP heard about like the good guy with the gun, they immediately think of Chris Kyle,
0: who is yeah. interestingly like one yeah. of the
1: best people with a gun alive, and he was That's in a the situation. Guy from American sniper, yeah, for anyone the who um, American yeah. sniper guy. He um he was killed by a fellow veteran with PTSD with a gun while he had a gun, and if and he knew yeah. the other guy had a gun
0: because right. he armed him. The
1: conceit of the thread is that if Chris Kyle couldn't stop himself from being murdered in a situation where he had every advantage Then what the fuck our teacher gonna do
0: right he and another guy who was also a trained soldier who they both yeah. knew to be on edge about this guy right, right. they, he had so they like PTSD. still both were killed
2: what was the uh what was that uh u.s military installation that got uh, attacked by a shooter and even though these were all you know military personnel with access to weapons yeah and 13 people died there these are soldiers. It's like- right.
0: Well, that's that's the thing, though. That's the thing is that in the Republican NRA fantasy, that is the ideal U.S. world that we would live in is there are constant small skirmishes where, say, a person bursts open the door into a into an elementary school classroom shoots two or three kids in the head and then the teacher reacts and kills them that's a good
1: yeah that's that's good that's a fucking banner that's just one just a normal thing that happens when you go to elementary school in america you see
0: the headline shooter kills three before being stopped by teacher and you go oh that's great that isn't, that's what they want.
3: It's not even like the realistic expectation of what they're of of what they want to happen. That is w- the image in their minds that that's
0: what they want the U.S. to be like, right? It's it's it's, it's just, just fucking
2: cowboys.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, it, that's it exactly. They have this weird like jerk off fantasy about the Wild West, and that's <laughs> what they want. It's exactly that. Like there was like every single like
3: good guy with a gun thing. I think basically got thrown out at Vegas cuz there was mm-hmm. like it, go but going back to Vegas there there was some country music star who was there and he had like a big tweet and he was saying like our whole entourage had like assault weapons on the bus and we had a whole bunch of them they were useless because we had no right, right. fucking time or idea what was going on and right, even if we knew did
0: where he was what were we yeah, supposed to do start shooting at the hotel half a mile away like right like the they, shooter was they didn't even sniper. know that's where he was they would just have to everybody would have to just wildly fire their guns and yeah i don't know maybe he's over there <laughs> which again just- is exactly what the nra wants <laughs> They want
2: everybody to point their guns skyward and just go yee and spray bullets everywhere. Everyone in the NRA
3: is like that fucking town in that episode of American Gods where, like, they <laughs> yeah! worship guns.
2: That's, that's I mean, the NRA. that's no accident. That's no accident, but, no, you yeah, know. Like
1: <laughs> so teachers, they might not, like, want to have to carry guns to potentially defend their children, their students, to the death and have to murder somebody. Um, an active shooter, but still, that's murdering somebody, people who mm-hmm. kill each other it or in self-defense. Right, why
0: should a teacher have to have that on their conscience that hey, they took a they, human life? They might
1: not want to do that, but this might change their mind. Trump says that they would give teachers who carry guns a little bit of a bonus for oh, doing that. Oh, a <sighs> little more of that media.
3: How much is a gun, like, money? Like, would it even cover the gun? Guns are a lot I of money, know. right? I'm I'm 11. I don't, I don't
2: know. know what guns are. How much they cost? Yeah, I, I, I don't know why you. <laughs> why would any of us know that? <laughs> do you think any of us have so much of as Google well, that an NRA member? <laughs> <laughs> the ironic thing is, if you Google gun prices, you probably end up on some sort of watch list. So
0: yeah, but yeah, like there we would read be a watch this, list. <laughs> should we read this Trump tweet thread? So so Trump says, and I'll just read through these real fast. I'm not going to do the Trump voice because that'll you. be a whole production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never said give teachers guns like was stated on fake news, CNN, and NBC. What I said was to look at the possibility of giving concealed guns to gun adept teachers with military or special training experience. Mm. Only the best. Oh
1: my god.
0: 20% of teachers, a lot, would now be able to immediately fire back if a savage sicko came to school with bad intentions. (sighs) Highly trained teachers would also serve as a deterrent to the cowards that do this. Far more assets at much less cost than guards. A gun-free school is a magnet for bad people. Attacks would end. And now here's, here's where he oh really God. goes, brain genius. History shows that a school shooting lasts, on average, three minutes. It takes police and first responders approximately five to eight minutes to get to the site of crime. Highly trained gun adept teachers slash coaches huh? <laughs> would solve the problem instantly before police arrive. Great deterrent! If a potential sicko shooter <laughs> knows that a school has a large number of very weapons-talented teachers and others who will be instantly shooting, the sicko will never attack that school. Cowards won't go there. Problem solved. Must be offensive. Defense alone won't work. Problem solved. Case yeah. closed. He did I mean, it.
3: I got like, Oh my god. He, he, he even like, he, it's like one of those times where he kind of almost gets it. You know when people just kind of ramble, and then it's like broken clock syndrome <laughs> kicks in? Like, yeah. he says, the average school shooting is three minutes, and it's like, yeah, that's not enough time for anyone to do fucking anything. Like, right. yep.
0: But I mean, like, what does he think? Does he think that if you if you just put enough people with enough guns in schools, then people will be like, oh, well, I guess that I don't want to shoot anyone anymore. No, they're going to fucking yeah. go do it somewhere else. The, or they're gonna still do it in a school because they don't care about their life at that point. These you people aren't, like, idiot. sitting
3: on their hands being like, oh, gee whiz, I'd go and shoot up that school, but I think there might be some teachers with guns there. Yeah. Like, um, it, 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 rep- it it basically just illustrates, like, the fundamental, like, ignorance of the world that these people have. Mm-hmm. They just don't get it. right?
1: They're trying so hard not to address um, gun control yeah. specifically, like, Trump's immediate address after the Florida shooting was like, it was so loud, the absence of the words guns. It was all about mental health. We're going to be very strong on mental health. We've got many ideas Mm -hmm, on mental health, which of course doesn't mean anything because he's cutting mental health funny anyway because he's a fucking ghoul. And if well, Columbine right, has, but, now
0: this, but now this, this shooting was done by a teenager, so now they're talking about violent video games again. If Columbine taught oh, us God, anything, God, I missed the mid two thousands when this came up. Like, like every time someone shot, anyone. Videos? it's like any, any. Okay, if only we could find some common thread between all of these people <laughs> with guns. I think it yeah. was
1: violent movies. And our brilliant president said there, there that there was there um, was
0: Rhode Island. Someone from Rhode Island is proposing a tax on violent video games. That's oh my so God.
1: stupid.
0: And we'll use that money to buy guns for teachers. But yeah, there was also the violent movies thing. And I mean, that's all part of it. Like, there is this culture around guns and violence that Mm -hmm. is part of the problem. But also, the problem is that you can just get a fucking gun. The easy
1: access to just be able to do this. But yeah, our very smart president said today about violent movies. You see these movies, they're so violent And yet a kid is able to see the movie as If sex isn't involved But killing is oh involved god. And maybe they have to put, put a rating system for that Trump oh, doesn't yeah? know about what? rating systems for movies
0: He doesn't know that thing these movies, violent movies <laughs> What the fuck He doesn't does he know the did, fucking MPAA <laughs> <someone> <laughs> <there was a laughs> ra-
3: Does he not know?
2: Does no. he not know?
1: He doesn't know anything
2: <laughs> Oh my god,
1: who's gonna tell him? This that's is also, like, fucking, like, really fucking rich because oh of my the God. infamous story about how he had his um, 13-year-old kid <laughs> yeah. fast-forward through the movie Bloodsport through all the exposition so he could just see oh the action God. violent scenes. Oh he just wanted the 45 minutes of people, like, shooting at each other or blowing shit up or whatever because right. that's Jesus what entertains God our Christ. president's beautiful brain. I thought
3: it was called Bloodsport, <laughs> not Talksport. Wonderful brain. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ugh, we didn't. Ugh. ugh it's right.
1: Want to talk about Marco Rubio?
0: Not really, yes. but <laughs> I mean, it's a step <laughs> it's away funny, from this. At
1: least. So Marco yeah, Rubio I mean, got
0: all, owned. All there really is to say is if you haven't seen the videos of Marco Rubio get, getting owned to shit at that town hall, oh, it's good. You're missing out. Like. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. It's it's
2: fucking Jeff Fogsworthy being like, are you smarter than a high schooler? And the answer is no, (laughs) he's not. (laughs) They're asking him like, they're, they're
3: not, they're being nicer than they have to. Like, way nicer than they have to. Uh Yeah, I
1: guess there was some, like, faux outrage on Twitter about, like, how dare these people talk to a sitting U.S. senator this way. We should talk to every fucking sitting U.S. senator that way. We should be screaming in their faces on the daily because they work for us. We work for them.
2: But that's the thing. So many people think about, like, the position of, like, senators being, like, a thing that you are, like, given for being, like... It, it, they think of it as not something that you earn, but something that you're given through, like, kickbacks. Fuck. Like,
3: th- these kids were, like, lobbing him, basically, opportunities to, like, explain himself. And mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. fucking Billy Madison motherfucker is <laughs> just, like, r- bumbling around, like, stepping on his own dick, trying to, like, not, se- like, mention, again, like, mention, like, guns
1: mm-hmm. or,
3: like, the, his Anna Rae donations. Oh yeah.
1: I guess he did. I didn't actually watch the town hall, but I guess he did the same thing that he did in the twenty sixteen primary debates, which is when he got really nervous. He would repeat his talking points over and over again, like the um, <laughs> yeah. <it> was- Let's <laughs> dispel with the fiction that Obama doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. He knows, he knows exactly what he's, what he's doing. doing what he's but doing. this time, it was like he said, "If um, to the question." that like will you refuse to take any more donations to from the nra he said like well people buy into my agenda and then everybody's right. booing him loudly and like throwing mm. rotten tomatoes at him and then he just says people buy into my agenda again <laughs> he said that he's like a little 50 boy.
2: Times. um yeah. i i personally liked the clip that i saw where he was talking about like oh if we do this What's to stop us from oh, yeah. we would need to ban
0: all automatic it was, it weapons. Was, and everyone yeah, in the crowd it was started to the, the Crowd went wild. right the only policy that would actually go far enough to make a difference, we'd have to ban all semi automatic weapons in the United States. And everyone's like, Yeah, do it.
1: How Great, did he thanks, not Marco, you did it. On, like, the tone of the crowd at that point that he-
0: (laughs) Read the room, How did he
1: not know they would immediately start cheering?
2: Like, they (laughs) all started cheering for, like, an uninterrupted 30 seconds, and he just stood there making a stupid face and then went, all right, then. Like, basically. (laughs) No, he
0: said, he said, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, we'd have to- what you're saying, there wouldn't be any guns in schools. Like, oh my god, can you imagine a world without guns in schools? I I don't- I don't want to think about it. Let's talk about something else. Wait, 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 wait.
1: We, While we're we on talk- the topic of guns, can I talk about this NRA Florida bird debacle that came up in the past week? <laughs> so this dumb. is very funny. So the people were talking about how much leverage the NRA has in Florida that, um, about like twenty years ago, nineteen ninety nine through two thousand and three, the chief lobbyist in Florida for the NRA, Marion Hammer, who was also responsible for I guess pushing through the infamous stand your ground law that allowed um what's his fucking name? Steve Zimmerman to get off scot free with murder. But anyway, mm-hmm. so she um she was insanely mad that there was a bill being proposed by like The people proposing this bill were like environmental groups and 10,000 school children to change the state bird to a native Florida bird called the scrub jay. And Marion Hammer hated this bird. So she blocked it from being changed just like as one person she was able to block the state bird from being changed. And her reason for this was she testified while they were hearing the idea of changing the state bird, they eat the eggs of other birds. That's robbery and murder. And responding to Scrub Jay's supporters' statements that they were so gentle as to eat out of people's hands, she said, Begging for food isn't sweet. It's lazy and a welfare mentality. Oh my, oh my god. god.
2: You know what this sounds this like? Is- it's, it sounds exactly like that fake Ayn Rand thing where she was talking about how Sesame Street is for, like, weak cowards. Do you guys know what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> no, but it sounds good.
2: It, it, where she was, like, talking about, um, it was a, uh, it was a, like, fake um thing about like an art project from like the um I want to say like the 80s I don't know when Ayn Rand died but it was like all of these like famous people from like that time period were talking to each other via text chats and the transcripts were like put up online and so supposedly there was a conversation between uh Jim Davis uh no not Jim Davis fuck (laughs) Jim Henson.
1: Jim <laughs> Henson.
2: Fuck.
0: All right. Boyfriend of the show, Jim Davis.
1: <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs> it was fucking Jim Henson, it, apparently having like this conversation with Ayn Rand, where she was talking about how like she doesn't watch television. Uh, Jim Henson says, I think Miss Rand and my character Oscar the Grouch would have a lot to talk about, actually. I am laughing out loud at this idea. And Ayn Rand says, why would I want to talk to him? What has he achieved or trying to achieve? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have an actual Ayn Rand story um, in her personal letters, which have been published. I believe it was her niece, some sort of young female relative wrote to Rand asking to borrow a dress, and Ayn Rand responded with like this 10 page screed about how she was being oh, a creature yeah. and a parasite.
0: I remember it was really this. good. Jesus, is that true? That yeah, that's
1: really hundred percent true. Oh yeah, my can look god!
3: It up. Everyone has an Ayn Rand phase when they're like thirteen. I didn't.
1: I like, I escaped that, thankfully. <laughs> just
3: just you, Linus. Yeah, it was just me. Just Linus. <laughs> and my phase was I read like one third of the Fountainhead, and I was like, eh.
0: And then I read. Oh, that's that's not much of a phase. I forget
1: who it was, but there was some um, famous person, I think a musician, who was asked about like why their favorite book was The Fountainhead if they, like, disagree with objectivism. And they were like, I don't care about the politics. I just like architecture a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just like terrible books. <laughs> I just like fountains. Before we move away from NRA stuff, I do want to say um, it It does feel like we're beating our head against a brick wall about gun control stuff a lot of the time. But I, I do think that the tide is starting to turn. Like, I think we saw with that town hall, like even people who have been pretty pro gun are starting to go, maybe there need to be some restrictions, you know? And like, I personally, I'm just anti-gun period. I don't think that anyone should have a gun for any reason at all, except for like hunting, maybe whatever. But, um, my point is, I think that the tide is starting to turn and, what was it, in in Virginia the governor race? I think it was the Republican was was like campaigning hard on like NRA loves us, and then the the Democrats were campaigning on like NRA hates us, and then he ended up winning Virginia. So I think that the NRA stranglehold is not as tight as it maybe was, but mm. I mean we'll see. I, I think I, you're I'm, right.
1: Yeah, I'm less yeah.
0: hopeless than I used to be, so that's something. <laughs>
1: I think the teens, um, the teens revolting this time is a real indication of that. I think people were like really pushing hard against the thoughts and prayers in a way that I haven't seen in past shootings, which there have been many of.
2: Yeah, not to be like Mr. Uh, Corny, like I believe the children are our future, but like I genuinely am like moved and impressed with like the drive of these students, which like, you know, extraordinary circumstances have driven them to sort of become extraordinary people. Um, -hmm. and I wish that that didn't have to happen to them, but at the same time, I can't help but be like very like moved and proud. Yeah, definitely. The kids are all right.
1: They are. Yep. Dictatorship of the teen.
2: Uh, there was an article
3: I saw and it was a little depressing, but I think it encapsulates the shred of hope that we have where it said the response to these shootings feels ritualized, but the effect of all this death is cumulative. So Mm -hmm. people aren't forgetting the last mass shootings anymore. And people aren't, you know, kind of dying down after a few months anymore. Like, they're staying loud and Mm -hmm. people are organizing. So, like, that, there was a video I saw of some guy and he was like, I was a Second Amendment guy all my life. I got it tattooed on my arm, but I don't believe that that's right is important anymore. And he, like, saws his AR-15 in half. And, oh, like, yeah. every like, one of those people, like, the, pe- everyone's starting to change their minds.
1: There was an incredible video from inside Stoneman Douglas of a student um, as the shooting was going on, as they were still in lockdown interviewing other students about, like, gun control and whatever. And mm-hmm. they had an interview with a girl who said, like, I used to support, like – um you know i love to hunt but i'm really starting to change my mind about guns now i really like it's just so horrifying to be able on the other side of a gun you know right
0: yeah um it's just not worth it it turns out yeah hey
2: be- you know before uh before we move on can i read one more great uh fake Ayn and quote about sesame street <laughs> Yes. <laughs> let okay. end on a lighter note. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, so in this fake tra- tra- uh, transcript, Jim Henson says, Each character is special for me. They represent different aspects of myself. Kermit the Frog is perhaps the closest to me. An alter ego of sorts. Anne Rand sa- Anne Rind- Anne says, What does that say about you? Sidney Nolan says, Big laughs. He is exceptional. Jim Henson... I don't know. I don't think too much about it. Yoko Ono says, My favorite is Big Bird. He is so tall and gentle. Ayn Rand says, To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> to be honest, I find it to be senseless entertainment. I prefer the celebration of men and what they can achieve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So moving on from NRA stuff, uh, y'all heard about Medicare Extra for All?
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I actually haven't
0: heard about this me either. Oh cool. Well, it doesn't affect you, so congrats. You have your health care. <laughs> so Medicare Extra for All is the latest from friend of the show, Center for uh what is it? American Center for Progress. American Progress with our with our good friend Neera Tandon who friend we all the love. Show. Friend mm. of the show. So I, I don't think that they've unveiled too much about their plan yet at this point, but basically the gist of it is it's going to be The old good old compromise where it's Mm. like, now, don't worry, everyone. The health insurance companies are still going to be around because we all love them. But there is going to be like some form of public option or whatever that's going to be bad. So, Oh, great. It's basically it's basically them saying we don't we don't want to go as far as single payer universal health care, but we can see. That people are like asking for it, like they really want it. So how do we steer them lightly away from actual single payer healthcare and into the shitty middle ground of, uh, basically the good old, uh, Tim Faust, who is very good on like healthcare stuff. On, I had on a tweet a about it. Show. That I thought was a really good uh, summary of. Medicare extra for all, what what a fucking bad name, what even the hell is that? uh so he said a public option will be either rendered non threatening to the existing insurance industry and thus insufficient, so that's like basically government funded insurance that is inferior to insurance companies to the point that they don't have to worry about actual competition. oh,
2: shit, it's the free market or,
0: baby, hell, yeah. Or it will require the same political capital to pass as single payer while abdicating responsibility to address health inequality. Basically saying that they can be like, look how hard we're fighting for universal health care. Yay! But not actually really doing it. Oh,
2: so like entirely performative, like do-gooding. Oh, yeah. L-
0: literally, it, it is ex- it is literally performative legislation is what it is. That rules.
1: It's obviously um, really, like, disgustingly transparent and predatory, but I do think it's a good sign that the Democrat um, establishment thinks they have to ape the Medicare for All campaign in order to get support. That means it yes. is as popular as we're saying it is. Mm-hmm. It is making a difference.
0: but it they, is, they feel threatened by
2: it. Yeah, it is pretty ghoulish, though, that, like, they see that there's, like, a demand for this thing, and instead of saying, let's just do the damn thing, they're like, let's pretend to do it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that like, was another it, thing. Was it takes the, the same
2: amount of effort, and well, like if we do it, it'll achieve like the same results, like for us, but it's worse for the people that would actually need to benefit from it. Great, I right, think... which
0: they're uh, literally doing on purpose for the sake of that <laughs> exact thing. I think the most ghoulish thing about
3: like uh, privatized healthcare, and, it, and it's the same thing as like uh, gun control. Is this like deliberate avoidance of like the fact that like
0: many many other countries use this system and it works fine? Like, well, that's like, when they that's when they point at the NHS and they go, "Look at how that's failing." Ignoring the fact that the yeah, conservatives the, the are cutting the hell out of it,
1: defunding a social program and then pointing at the defunded ruins of exactly. the social program to prove how the social program doesn't work,
2: right? Like right. with public transportation, yeah.
3: They're pretending that universal healthcare is like this radical idea that no one should trust, even though, like, fucking, like, it. it how many countries have universal healthcare and it works perfectly, or like, a way fucking better than privatized healthcare? Way it's, fucking better yeah, than what we're time. doing. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and it's like a. It's it, is it not like a. Rage felt across the country That there's like Insurance companies will constantly fuck you to death Like they made They made a Saw movie about it One of the Saw movies (laughs) Was just was about Privatized healthcare I I don't know if you guys have watched all the Saw movies Like I have Which which, which one one? is it
2: because I've only watched up to three
1: One of our most famous cultural um, Output in the form of TV show Breaking Bad, the premise would not exist if we had universal healthcare.
0: Right. Like, oh man, that's another reason that we need universal healthcare, so that bad show wouldn't exist. Hey! Sam, uh, I'm gonna hey, fucking kill offended. you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> My God.
3: In this house, we love and respect Breaking Bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, anyway.
2: Um, so, like, the whole idea that like the, uh, you know, the Democrats pretending that like universal health care health care is like this, you know, impossible, like platonic ideal that's like unreachable, even though a bunch of other countries do it. That's the exact same fucking way that everyone approaches like gun control in this country, which is like that's what I'm right. saying. Like, it's it's all the same shit. It'll be shit. hard
0: to do it, so forget it.
2: Yeah, it's hard to do it, and, like, look at- Don't pay attention to anywhere else in the world. America's the only place that matters. It's American exceptionalism.
0: Back to Medicare Extra for All. They One of the things that struck me about it was that they said, like, this process, if if the plan were to pass, would take, like, ten years to put it in place.
1: Come on. Which I,
0: I mean, you know Help that's you. by design. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not subtle. The only people who who like the insurance companies are the people who take money from the insurance mm-hmm. companies and the insurance companies. Right. It's it's like fucking, like, the net neutrality thing. Like, nobody doesn't want net neutrality except for the people who stand to benefit from it and the people who take money from the people who right. stand to benefit from it. and it ties into,
2: like, it. the horrible, like, role that, like, lobbying has in this country of just kind of... Beating back legislative progress just by sheer force of the dollar, even though it benefits nobody except for right. the people doing the lobbying. The best example of this that I can think of, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, is how, um, the, uh, TurboTax? Yeah, TurboTax and H&R Block, uh, have, yep.
0: did we talk about this before? We did, we didn't talk about it on the show.
2: Oh, okay. So, so Turbo, how TurboTax and H&R Block, uh, have successfully, um, lobbied
0: H&R blocked legislation. Oh
2: shit. They have successfully lobbied against the US government um to prevent the US government from implementing automatic uh tax filings um because if they right. if the US government had automatic tax filing electronic tax filing then uh H&R Block and TurboTax would have no revenue stream. And that's their entire basis right. for it they're just like this That was product- the entire argument. Just like Right. Like, this process needs to stay, like, Byzantine and confusing and unnecessarily complicated so that we can continue to make money. And the government's like, okay like as if it's their right to make right, money even
0: though the alternative is good for literally everybody except except TurboTax and H&R Block so many people in this country think
2: that like their business model like continuing to like make them money even though they're not adjusting it for the times is like a god-given right like hey if things change I'm not gonna make money anymore and that's like infringing on my right to exist am I that out of
3: touch no it's the consumers who are wrong
2: exactly I think, <laughs> exactly. exactly for all the talk about the free market there also like like the free market is good and also like they hate the free market they 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 like they like to talk about how like oh like you know the invisible hand of the market like if something's not good or successful it'll just die but they're also like we need to keep things inconvenient and bad
0: to artificially extend our life as hard as they possibly can on everything that they've got (sighs) Right. I mean, we love the we love the free market. That's why when the electric car started to happen, we were like, "Oh, we need to get rid of that. We need to stop that competition because competition is bad for us." Right. Even though like the environment is on fire. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Yeah,
1: that's like how Trump is um and like all the conservatives want to artificially hold up the um coal industry, which has very few employees as it is, but since it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know such a symbol of America or Right. It, it's a very like saying coal workers is a very easy like i don't want to say dog whistle because i don't think that's quite right but like you know what i mean
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it just it sounds very like down to earth yeah blue collar working oh good joke yeah down to earth i totally love the working class yeah was that on purpose down to earth uh, it, it, it wasn't but i i wasn't sure <laughs> if i should draw attention to it <laughs> Uh, did did anyone want to talk about net neutrality? I don't know how much there is to say about it. But. It's it's gonna be over in in April. Yay! I, this was surprising
1: I, to
2: me to hear because I was under the impression that there were going to be a lot more like challenging of this
0: in like circuit courts and things like that before it could actually go into practice. I don't know. I don't. I really don't understand how the FCC's like. Power works. But as far as I know, it really is just like the five people at the head of the FCC who decide.
2: Right. This could very well just be uh, Ajit Pai just saying, like, this is going to happen and like talking out of his ass.
0: But. Yeah, maybe. I mean. What I, I, yeah, I it's it for a long time, like, like a long time, I have had no faith in anyone having any influence to stop the end of net neutrality. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember when Ajit Pai made a fucking Harlem shake video to promote the end of net neutrality? I don't like do the to think Harlem about shake. It. Hey, remember when Ajit Pai was appointed by Barack Obama? Was
1: he? Thanks, Obama. Uh, thanks, Obama.
0: thanks, thanks, Obama. Barack Hussein
3: Obama. <laughs>
1: Got him. Yeah. Hey, What's that? remember oh, when? Got, um, got him. Remember when Ted Cruz was jacking off to porn on Twitter on nine <laughs> yeah. eleven?
0: It now was like now that's a good segue because I really want to talk about this. Ted it was. Cruz quote. It was cuck porn too.
1: I thought it was incest porn.
0: No, it was. No, wait. It was. was, it, was it cuck a, porn? No, it
2: was a. It was a <laughs> stepdaughter or something. Why not both? Yeah. Why it, not I both
1: think... <laughs> incest? It, cuck it porn. was. It was like
2: stepmom, stepdaughter. If uh, if, if, you, know, if you like my wife, you can keep her. Yeah,
1: great
2: choice, Um, Ted. uh, Remember that one tweet that's like, uh, like Obama being like, "Ah, I'm so glad that I've constructed a enormous surveillance state that needs to be headed over by a benevolent philosopher king. Now to like step back, take a big cup of coffee, and wait for uh, to see the election results." Mm
0: -hmm, That's a good tweet. Uh, speaking of good tweets, uh, I want to read this Ted Cruz quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is from CPAC, which I haven't been following CPAC at all. There's probably stuff to talk about, but I can't well, possibly. We got to re- protect our brains at, at some point. Can, can you yeah. tell
2: us, dumbasses, what CPAC is?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a conservative political action conference committee. I don't remember, but conference sounds right. It's just yeah, probably conference. It's just a big conservative thing that's bad. So here's a Ted <laughs> Cruz quote. Ah, uh, from him speaking at CPAC, and I really want to get into this because it's this is a lighter topic, and I think it's very important politically. So Ted Cruz says, "I think the Democrats are the party of Lisa Simpson, and the Republicans are happily the party of Homer and Bart and Maggie and Marge." <laughs> oh, Christ! So,
2: that
3: where do so we begin? Awesome. <laughs> What show
2: is he watching? This is like the moral center of the family. Right. Okay, clear, now, okay clearly he's watching I, I later say, seasons of The Simpsons because yeah. remember how they like made an episode where Mr. Burns goes to Yale and is just like aghast at all of the social justice warriors. <laughs> and Mr. He, Burns the hero. Uh, right. Yeah, the, the hero of, of The Simpsons. Simpsons that you're supposed to like. <laughs> and it's literally like all it is is that uh fucking the Simpsons only hires like Princeton alumni to write or something like that. Yeah. And, but it's just fucking stupid.
0: I, I do think even, even like a long time ago, there was always a problem on the Simpsons of like, Lisa is, I mean, problem is debatable because it is a comedy show, but you know, like Lisa is while everything she says is like morally correct. I think we can probably all agree Mm -hmm. from what I can recall. It is always framed as you are supposed to be annoyed with her for it, you know? Sometimes. Fuck she, sometimes it's, it's very over the top and obnoxious in the way that she does everything. I How does he I think Bart is a Republican? Now that's another thing. Bart is, <laughs> Bart is anything like an anarchist? Yeah. Yeah, Bart, I,
3: mean, he, I think he's explicitly an anarchist. Like, they must have had an episode where he just goes into
0: it by now. Bart, Bart, whom, <laughs> Bart, whom hates abortion. But, uh, <laughs> now Maggie, now Maggie is a Republican, I think is a very interesting thing. Maggie take.
1: is a Republican in the way that Trump is a Republican, because they're both babies. Oh, <laughs> shit.
0: Maggie Homer is a Republican f- because a, the, a Democrat would have aborted her, and the Republicans aren't going to let that happen. So she is grateful to the Republicans. Homer fought George H.W. Bush in one episode. He did yeah. do that. Um, but it wasn't Bill. I do think that... I do think there's some some top-notch psychology at work here, uh, which is that Ted Cruz thinks that Maggie is a Republican because he thinks that the Republican is, like, the natural state of a human. (laughs) Right. Like, you're born being a Republican, and if you're exposed to enough, like, Democrat brainwaves, you get corrupted. Right, like how Lisa became a Democrat after she was brainwashed by a cute sheep. (laughs) It's canon. Um... (laughs) As canon now, Marge as a Republican, I don't quite see. I think she seems kind of just like vaguely centrist. Mm -hmm. Well, I think
2: well, she's like very uptight kind of, and I think like uptight, nice people being Republicans is, I think,
0: like a a very real phenomenon
2: in our world. (laughs) Okay,
0: that's fair. But now I think this is the one that has the most psychology to talk about. Is he thinks that it's good that. Homer would be aligned. He wants you to think of the Republicans and think Homer Simpson. American hero. You know, Homer Simpson, who, like, his wife hates him so much that she tried to kill him with her car. He
1: chokes his son all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. He's such a fucking idiot. Yeah, he strangles his son. He's such a fucking idiot that one of his co-workers killed himself while doing an impression of him (laughs) because of the mental breakdown he caused by being such a fucking dumbass.
2: Who among us has not (laughs) killed ourselves doing an impression of Homer Simpson? (laughs) Um.
0: Rest in peace, Frank Grimes.
2: Can you just, like, fucking imagine, like john mccain or some shit like getting on the floor of the senate and being like hey lois i sure am glad to be a member of the republican party <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: God. <laughs> I, I do think it's funny though, that every time ted cruz like expresses his love of any like pop culture anything the creators are like nah um, no. <laughs> there was, a, there was a similar thing that happened. I don't
2: remember. I think it was like the NRA Twitter account used like yeah, a, uh, yeah. a, a, a gif from, uh, Parks and Recreation of Leslie Nope saying like, yes, or something. Um, and literally everybody Jesus. on the show immediately was like, keep our name out of your fucking mouth. Like, yeah, a writer on here. the show
1: said, um, Amy doesn't have Twitter, but she texted me asking me to tell you to go fuck yourselves.
2: <laughs> yeah. I th- yeah. Was it go fuck yourselves or eat shit? Oh no, wait. It was um uh, something. It was I think whoever it had the F word, was. word
1: in it. I don't know what exactly yeah. it was. The the
2: guy that plays Ron, whose name is escaping me, did say like eat shit. Nick, <laughs> Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah.
3: And that was the guy I was kind of worried about. But he's I-, I watched one of his comedy specials, and he seems like a astonishingly weird but cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding seen, of him yeah. is
2: that he's not actually like. Very conservative. Oh, he's at he's all. not that
3: at all. He's not Ron. He's a he's a weird guy. They adapted parts of his real personality for Ron, but like he he is not Ron Swanson. Right. It's super weird that he gets that a lot. Like I would be really pissed all the time if like people couldn't
0: distinguish myself from a character I played, which is apparently yeah. a problem. I would yeah, so. be really
1: pissed if people thought I was a libertarian. I
0: always feel so bad for Jack Gleason. Yeah. Because like when I look at Jack Gleason, I think Joffrey and I do hate him, but it's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that kid ended he
2: up quitting quit acting. acting. He had to Aww. quit acting. He yeah. quit acting
0: because people hated him so much. It wasn't
2: that was It, sad. I didn't it know that. wasn't quite because people hated him so much. It was more just like I don't want to get pigeonholed like as being like yeah. a jackass. Mm. So like I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. Like I had my fun.
0: That's fair. Should we move on to these the shout outs? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much there is to say about this, which I guess is why it's here. But uh <laughs> Mueller indicting those like Russian officials and now he's like f- like there's new like fraud charges against Paul Manafort. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that uh I don't I don't think that the Russia investigation is ever going to like get to Trump, Right. But-
1: I haven't been following it too closely for that reason.
0: I mean, these people are all criminals, and I do hope
1: Obviously. that they all go to
0: prison.
3: God, remember when this started and everyone was like, "Holy shit, it's happening! It's popping off!" Like, it, it, <laughs> like it, there was this d- deep excitement of like,
0: "Holy shit, yeah. this is actually going to go down." We, we were so young. Sure,
1: libs have been saying like it's happening for like a year and a half every month.
0: Back when James Comey was relevant, when yeah. everybody was like fanboying over James Comey. Oh yeah, God, the hero of the FBI who we all love. Yes. Welcome queen. to the resistance. Oh my god. And now now everyone's talking about uh oh god. I do want to talk very briefly about the fucking stuff about like Jill Stein should be ashamed of herself. And by the way, the Russians backed Jill Stein. And uh, Bernie,
2: lest we forget.
0: Yeah. So I want to just put to rest the whole Jill Stein thing real quick with fucking quick maths. So I I looked at the numbers And there were three states that Hillary would have won if every single Jill Stein voter had voted for her, which was Wisconsin, Michigan, and uh, Pennsylvania. And I subtracted Jill Stein voters from the last election because I think it's safe to assume that they are probably loyal Green Party voters Mm -hmm. and weren't swayed by Russian propaganda. So if we subtract them and move everyone else over to Hillary, she would have won Michigan and Wisconsin, but lost Pennsylvania still and still would have lost the election, so shut the fuck up.
1: It's also a big assumption that every Jill Stein voter would have voted for Hillary instead right, of just not right. voting.
2: And that's yeah, the thing. Right. It's like to these people, to these people, like it is impossible to like independently form like a positive opinion about people on the left. It's or like independently right. form a
1: negative opinion of Hillary Clinton.
2: Right. They have to be like conned into it. And the dumbest thing about this is that even if like this was like the result of Russian propaganda, like the propaganda still has to like work. It still has to like convince these people. It's not brainwashing. Right. But the
0: Russians are scary. So. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania. Red scare. You get two. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Redistricting. Uh, good. Oh, this is the German? Yeah. yeah they, very They good. drew up a new, a new districting map that, uh, is, is probably, almost definitely going to be, like, fought against by the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really mad. know enough about this to n- know whether we can expect it to pass. But, I mean, I looked at it, and the it looks like a map. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's mm-hmm. weird, like, paint splattered <laughs> on it where you're like, oh, is that a district? Interesting. Yeah, that's it's, it's an okay, overhead map state. of a Splatoon Splatfest, but, um...
3: Gerrymandering <laughs> blew my fucking mind because it's just openly like cheating. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. Like in an election. It's
1: totally naked, yeah.
3: It's just, it's just out there, right there, and it's like, oh, and you're you like, to see. Is anyone else, does anyone else see this? Is anyone else, they, they're just <laughs> cheating in the election. Yeah, and by the way, yeah. the,
0: the term gerrymandering like came about in the fucking 1800s. Like, that's how long they we knew know then. that this was a thing mm-hmm. that was happening. <laughs>
1: It was just one guy who was doing it is why it's called Jerry. Yeah, and his name was Jerry. Jerry, Mander. Mander. Jerry. Yeah, a guy named Jerry and his districts looked like salamanders.
0: Right. But like it's a thing that's been happening for this long and it's still happening cuz just nobody has found a solution. It's just a thing that it.
1: happens in America. Yeah, yeah, we've
0: It's just, just like normal. It this point, it's normal that
2: like you just like It's cheat normal to election. Really actually it turns out. Um God. Sorry, I'm just I I, I just thought about gerrymandering in like a non-comedy way for a second and it actually hurt my head <laughs> it's, a, it's good a good really, really say. bad.
0: it's horrible but anyway uh on the subject of pennsylvania philadelphia uh
1: yeah larry, larry krasner. krasner
0: he's fucking he doing new,
1: it um yeah he's doing the it absolute I- boy I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about him because he's still a district attorney, Mm -hmm. but so far he's done a lot of very good things, including his first day he fired a shit ton of prosecutors. Hell yeah! Very funny. Um, He has his office keep a list of suspect cops to prevent them from like testifying in any important court cases, which include cops with a history of lying, brutality, and racial bias, or any any combination of the above. So 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 (laughs) yeah, all of that. (laughs) Yeah. He last week he tossed out 51 marijuana cases that the police gave to him. Mm-hmm. Just, just like as an indication that he would not be prosecuting any marijuana cases. And yesterday he indicated that he would be ending cash bail for certain low-level nonviolent offenses, which. I think there's like a list of 25, but it includes um, several different drug possession laws, um, fraud and obtaining public assistance like SNAP, uh, resisting arrest and prostitution, mm. which is an overwhelming public good. That rules. So, yeah, friend of the show, Larry Krasner.
0: Yeah. For now. But not ironic friend of the show. Right. Welcome to the resistance. Uh, should we go to questions? Yeah. Yep. Fooch Cassidy asks. Uh, Hey, not sure if this applies to leftist systems, but if all prisons are abolished, what do we do with people like murderers? This is a good question. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy this to is say
1: the question in regards to prison abolition.
3: It's really easy to say abolish prisons, but like, there does kind of need to be something for you know criminal, like really, like real criminals, like really bad people, right?
1: Rapists and murderers. Well, yeah. Well,
0: ideally, they'll all be executed by teachers. Well, yeah. So that's our answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no. We got a real answer.
3: Th- there are like, like, is it Norway that where there, there's like super nice prisons? Everyone always cites like a Scandinavian country. It seems whenever yes, they're talking Norway. about like really good prison or t- drug reform. But yeah, like there's, there, there, you can still have prisons, but they won't be like monstrously uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. They They'll won't actually be privately owned for profit. They'll actually be pl- you know places of treatment because like in in a basically anyone who commits a crime either does so out of necessity of uh, you know of a circumstance or because they have a mental illness you know something that's that that's causing them to act in a certain way so those are things that you treat
0: right right
3: and like that's what you when you have places like these like basically th- like th- like uh as- well I don't want to say asylums <laughs> but like. You know, places yeah, where hospitals. people, yeah, like that, like places where people can be confined if they have to be, mm-hmm. and receive treatment for the underlying reasons why they committed a crime. Because there's always going to be those, like right, right.
1: It is going to be hard though to get over the like inherent human desire for revenge for people. Right, like right, people. They, right. they, and they revenge was, is something like, that normally, was the like, thing that was like, when you hear about um, Anders Breivik who committed that um, yeah, massacre yeah, a few years ago. Like he's pretty much living pretty well in the prison in Norway, and that in- instinctively makes you mad. Like you want him to suffer, but you have yeah, to like get right.
0: Right. Over I mean, that. I think it's we really... do have to let go of revenge in, in in our leftist fantasy society, where like mental health is taken seriously and treated, and everyone is able to get the care that they need. People wouldn't. Go down that sort of road so yeah. commonly. You know? I
2: I mean I don't want to I don't want to say that in our fantasy leftist society like people aren't going to like.
0: W- Are you saying that in in my in my utopia fantasy where everything is perfect? It's not <laughs> perfect.
2: Yes, I'm. am just saying like even if like society is perfect, like pe- I do think that like. People are still. Go- we're still going to have a small problem with like people committing Hence, like I, the murders. The, and, yeah. I
0: said. I said not as commonly. Okay. 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 You I mean, listen to me speaking.
2: I don't like to so Zach's do it. Off the
0: podcast. I don't like to listen <laughs> to you. I know. That's why we're on this podcast together because we need to. We need to communicate better, Zach.
3: So yeah, like prisons, the the element of like. As much as like it, it it grates against our human sensibility and desire for revenge. The elements of punishment need to be completely like removed, right. and the focus needs to be on
2: actual rehabilitation and treatment. Right, because yeah. our prison system and is part, pretty much yeah. just punitive and like actual rehabilitation. It's just it's just punitive. Yeah, it's like punitive. it's like not even like a a fallacy of it's not there's not even like a facade of like oh this is like to rehabilitate people it's like you did a bad thing and now you get to go in the chokey for six months
0: yeah yeah sometimes sometimes they also do it because they want money but you know yeah yeah oh, yeah why not this mike dawson asks you ever worry that over the course of time comrade jeb memes will accidentally lead people to think jeb bush is actually a good or at least decent politician like onion joe biden I love the memes, but I don't want another Onion Joe Biden. Yes,
2: I worry about this so much because I think that even if like we know in our hearts, like, yeah, like Jeb isn't like a good person. Even the act of like continuing to joke about him as like this lovable goof, like makes him less like repugnant to us like little by yeah, little. I mean,
1: right, like when people were joking about um W and his dog painting. Yeah, look at us yeah. now. Like now his his approval resistance.
0: Resistance is like huge. But I don't I don't think the same people are making Comrade Jeb memes and doing <laughs> right. that. Like I think <laughs> yeah, the reason yeah, yeah, that Onion true. Joe Biden became what it was was because
1: that's what liberals actually Right, like.
0: people already <laughs> felt that way. This about is him. what liberals and then they actually saw that and believe. Were like, oh yeah, it's him to me. I, I don't, I think that there is a difference, which is that Jeb Bush is on the other side, and the people who are like in a, in a mindset where they could like Jeb Bush are not going to see Comrade Jeb memes and think, ah, good. Mm-hmm. That's what I think.
3: I remember when after the, inau- well, before the inauguration, after the election, um, there were people like I would see on Facebook that were passing around like these, like, these like bro memes of like, Obama and Biden, like, hey, we'll put like buckets of water over all the doors in the White House, and I was just sitting there like, the world's about to end. Yeah, it's like
2: (laughs) it's great that you can find joy in the little things right now, but like we get we got big problems.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think the more important thing is that Jeb is going to be irrelevant for the rest of his life, so it doesn't matter anyway.
1: But remember, I mean, I haven't heard of him doing anything since (laughs) he got destroyed. So
0: remember his debate boots. Oh, the yeah, here comes a, still alive. Those are like here the comes, here a, comes special special a special boy. boy. Yeah, <laughs> here comes a very special. <laughs> boy. Oh shit, we're doing <laughs> it.
2: Um, but um, the thing about the uh Onion Joe Biden thing was that it was like almost the complete like mirror mirror version of like regular Joe Biden, and that it was like it wasn't just like oh, wouldn't it be funny if like this a really nice guy was like was like a dirt bag? It was like. Joe Biden kind of is a little bit of a dirtbag, but, like, in a white-glove way, not in, like, this kind of, uh-huh. like, grungy, like, unsavory, like, gross, smelly dude kind of way that they are portraying him. Yeah, fuck Joe Biden.
0: Please clap. Please clap for our podcast. <laughs> right right now, you, the listener, <laughs> you, the listener, should be applauding right now. Akumioi asks... Sorry if I said that wrong. Mihoi minoi. What is the most... Akumi e- says... What is the most ideologically correct Nintendo franchise? Metroid. No, Metroid has genocide in it.
2: <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um so so scratch that one off the list. Like I love Metroid to death, but uh, it is very much a major incentive to like be good at the games is that you get to see like a sexy lady at the end.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh Miss, Mrs. Metroid. <laughs> I mean, well, here's 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 one that it isn't, is it's not Animal Crossing where the moral of the story is that capitalism good and you should always get the bigger house.
2: I mean, it, Animal Crossing is kind of a mixed bag because it's also very much like this is a utopian society where you don't have to upgrade yeah, your house and you the could, games aren't good. You could just but, do whatever um, you want.
0: As far as as far as answering the question goes, does anyone have an answer to this?
2: I mean, we're definitely going is like... we're definitely naming things that it isn't. <laughs> um Right.
3: Is so- the mu-
0: is the
2: is the Mushroom Kingdom a constitutional monarchy? Um I think Peach is a figurehead. Yeah, that's yeah, like she doesn't
0: really do anything. Like
2: you like Toadsworth does all the actual work.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, you think that Peach is a puppet for the Toad government? Yes.
2: That's exactly like that's why that's why she can well, spend all. Well, you're fucking
0: right. Like the government you doesn't shut down every time Peach gets kidnapped. Like life goes on. So does anyone have an answer to this question, or should we move on?
2: So, uh, so Zelda is about like monarchy's good. So no. Um.
0: I can't wait to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know about this bit. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Um, moving on. F
3: zero cargo fast.
0: Let's
3: cut the cord. Jesus Christ! Why did I? Why did I pick that?
0: Pull the cord. Say, I think is what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Pull the plug. <laughs> Pull the plug. Something Holy other shit. than that.
2: Good podcast. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my
0: god. Uh, let's crank this hog. Yeah. Um, yeah. And move on to the next. <laughs> okay. Um. So anonymous asks, "Hi do. I'm a Brazilian who's." Uh, probably moving to the United States in the near future. So it's nice to learn about the political shit show that awaits me through your witty leftist lenses. Thanks. We're hilarious. Uh, So my question is this. Are there many corruption scandals in the U.S.? Because here there's many more scandals of, hey, this guy stole $200 million from public school's lunch money than, hey, this guy has an affair and said shit on TV. Um I mean we 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 definitely have them right
1: They are but it's normal Yeah
0: that's, we definitely have yeah we, yeah we, we
2: definitely have them but I feel like we have this sort of weird reverence for public officials that makes us kind of downplay it when these happen Yeah Yeah I think
3: people are better at covering up their corruption are like they, or do I, people just not care
1: Or hiding behind yeah. like official institutions Yeah mm-hmm.
3: People don't care and there's like a
0: slightly I, I guess They're the dead. answer to this question is yes.
2: Like okay, but yeah. can we actually like name <laughs> any that have happened that we can remember in recent memory? Well, like in Canada, we talked. Matt talked about
3: this, right? Or did he? Because the 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 uh, PC uh, leader who was like f- ousted for uh, a sex, a uh, sexual misconduct scandal, uh, like an hour after he was, like, barred from the party, he announced his um, decision to, like, run for the party again. And uh, so, like, shit like that happens. Like, we're getting a lot of, like, you know, I I think the question has to do with, like, do we have scandals that are more than just, like, stuff that's just kind of, like, icky or, like... Right, like actual
2: abuse of power.
0: Part of the issue is that... It's so hard for us to think of them as scandals because they're so fucking normalized. Like I would say yeah, like, right. all the times that the U.S. like goes to other countries and like gives like weapons to like radical insurgents yeah. and stuff that we should think of that as a scandal, but we do it all yeah. the fucking time. So it's hard to even like in my brain be like, oh, yeah, we do that all the time. We don't give a shit about actual corruption. We just care about like tabloids. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: It's yeah. like the the only That's kind of I mean scandals words. we ever really care about that isn't just like tabloid bullshit is like if someone's like sexting underage girls or something.
3: Yeah, like we Which, let I we mean, love sex yeah, scandals.
2: Good.
1: The exception being if that person is um the president. We yeah, we don't care about anything right, he does because right, right, then hey hey, then hey alive, the president can't text,
0: so jot that down. But, okay, actual, like, official, like, government scandal, like, corruption scandals. There's the Teapot Dome scandal, there's Watergate, there's Gamergate, there's Deflategate, there's Bendgate. Um, God, fucking gate. Wait, what is Bendgate?
1: <laughs> that what was the Bendgate? iPhones bending in your
0: tight <laughs> oh, pants. <yeah. laughs>
1: God, I hate this country. Oh,
3: w- uh, no, that's Germany. I hate this
2: podcast.
3: <laughs> I hate this podcast, too. Um, So, like, there's enough scandals. There's
2: enough to, like, keep your... Wet your appetite
3: as yeah, it works. you won't be
0: disappointed. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the country.
2: One tasty scandal every three months.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, but it, it'll become so normalized that you won't think of it as a scandal. It'll just be Tuesday. Uh, Mike Dawson <laughs> asks, What should I tell someone when they claim leftism is a bad idea because failed leftist states such as the USSR, China, and Venezuela? I actually just was listening to... Uh, Richard Wolf talking about this. I don't remember if it was on the new Chapo Trap House where they interviewed him or on his own podcast, Economic Update. But basically, the the thing to say is all throughout history, we've been experimenting with different systems of government and economy and things have happened and systems have failed and people have learned from them and moved on like we had like serfdom which didn't work out very well mm-hmm. and we took elements of it and we put them into capitalism which is not working out well itself mm-hmm. if i can express that controversial opinion on this podcast but systems like the ussr china and venezuela are experiments in their own way and we can learn from their mistakes and i think that's a really like bad faith argument you know All when right. you yeah the idea that you can't learn from something that didn't work,
2: you know? Right, it's just a total it failure. It just doesn't... Yeah.
0: Right. The. I mean, basically, when people make that argument, they're saying, well, the USSR failed, and China, I mean, as we all know, China is a shriveling, like, nothing nation at this point. Uh, and Venezuela, you know. The idea of that argument, it implies that we would copy them exactly? Yeah. yeah. Which no
2: which like if it like if it if this exact thing didn't work the first time like throw the whole thing we out We wouldn't like, do it the way it, we
3: wouldn't it's, do it's, what they did right it's not like a shift to leftism created all the problems. Like there was, you know, in like Russia, there was already a shitload of like st- stuff with the czar. So like it was, there was a long history mm-hmm. of like really bad leaders, and it's not, and, and it, you know, the communism didn't create all that. Right, it and just right. kind of fell in. There's with a
2: it. weird implicit like statement in asking like, what about failed leftist states such as you know USSR, China, etc. The implication being that, like, Western, like, capitalist imperialism is, like, a system that is, like, working. Like, it, it, like, the fact... And that
1: hasn't killed millions of people, also. Like, it
2: only, it only works because we're cheating. Like, that's the best way that I could think of putting it. I mean, it it
0: doesn't work.
1: And people in other countries are suffering. It only sustains
0: itself through change.
2: It barely works, and that's with us, like, playing dirty and taking advantage of other countries that we can bully, and, you know, taking advantage of our own citizens that the upper class can live more comfortably. Like, that's, like, it's stasis, and it's, like, not even, like, it's not even working, like, naturally.
0: Yeah. And something that Richard Wolff said that I thought was really a good way of putting it is, a lot of people, uh, sort of the rhetoric from capitalists is like, this is the natural way of things, which is the like, there's businesses, and there's employers, and there's employees, and there's money, and blah, blah, blah. And that's the exact same thing that people said when it was serfs and lords, and when it was uh-huh. masters and slaves, like... There, there is no natural human economy that exists implicitly. Right. You know, it's all, it's all man made. And there's no reason to, if you believe in anything about like learning and progressing, then it, it doesn't make any sense that you would say, well, this system worked at this point for this thing, for these people. Mm hmm. So we'll just do this one as it is forever and ever and ever and never, ever change anything about it for any reason. Right. Like that doesn't make any sense.
2: It's also just like even if you accept that like capitalism is like the natural way of things which like failed step 1 but like even if you accept that yeah. <laughs> um like the idea that it's like oh like the invisible hand of the market is like guiding everything and it's like every everything will succeed if it has merit and fail if it doesn't have merit is that like so much that's what so, they said in the 20s right, and so much of like Our idea of, like, this invisible hand of the market, like, capitalist, like, nonsense is based on things like, you know, so, like, seed money and, like, speculation and, like, venture capital and, like, pre-existing wealth. And it's just, like, it doesn't hold up at all.
0: Also, the idea that you would point to a system where things happen, like, the 2008 recession, the fucking Great Depression, and you'd be like, no, no, that's the good system. Like... That's just a natural thing that happens in capitalism is there there are ups and there are downs. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the downs are really bad and it really ruins a lot of people's lives. Like, why wouldn't you look at that and go, is that what we want? Right.
1: And let's not forget what, like, actual unregulated, newfangled capitalism looked like back in the Industrial Revolution. It looked like child labor and people dying in mines. Uh,
0: Debtor's prison. Yep. Right. Um... Which is why you need regulations. Right. And like, anyway, we're going a little bit off topic. Even if you, even if you throw
2: out just like the failures of like, of like capitalism in terms of like industry, like you're talking about like the depression and things like that. How about we live in a society where like, what is it, like 40,000 people
0: this year have died of the flu? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that sounds Mm -hmm. like a failed society to me. And you you can also, you can also counter with. Uh, pointing at failed capitalist societies, like in, I think it was Kansas, where they, where they were like, oh, we're gonna cut all corporate taxes, all the businesses are gonna flow, and we're gonna get all the jobs, and then everything's gonna be great for everyone. And they did that, and it was a complete fucking disaster, and it failed miserably. And you know what? They changed it, and they learned from the mistake, and they re-implemented other systems, just like when people think that leftism is a good idea, what we would do there? It's just it's a it's it's hard to really answer this because the question the the implication of the argument that people make against it is very dumb. Right. Anonymous asks, how do you deal with liberals who I wish I were exaggerating, literally treat any criticism of Democrats as, and this is word for word what one told me, Russian propaganda designed to weaken our country.
2: You tell them it's fucking red scare bullshit. Like.
0: Yeah. Yep. Like not every. You say, hey, you're. Remember, remember, like, McCarthyism and how that was good? Like, not- That's what you're doing. Not
2: everything is just, like, a Russian psyop. Right. Like, sometimes people just have opinions. I mean,
0: we are on this podcast, but
2: not everything is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we are. We're
2: extremely getting that uh, Putin money. paid
1: off by the Kremlin, sorry. (laughs) Why would Putin- Wait.
0: Wait. Wait, what? Putin who liked Trump, and we- What- Wait.
1: Just accept it. Oh. Just yeah. take the check. Don't ask any. They don't
0: pay us Shut to up. think. Thanks, Vladdy. Uh yeah, so how how do you deal with them? I think that you just tell them you're being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like that's
3: that's that's aluminum hat bullshit. Aluminum hat? Aluminum foil hat. Tin
2: foil hat is oh. the thing that people say. <laughs> well, I'm Canadian. Leave me alone. An
1: aluminium hat.
0: <laughs> the aluminium cap. <laughs> um oh, I missed it. Yeah, I think that's it. Oi, mister. Oi, mister. You a Russian spy op. Psy Whatever. Uh, Argyle Funk asks, Hi, uh, to What if Governor Rauner drank strawberry milk instead of chocolate milk? Thanks, Argyle.
1: He would be making a better choice.
0: Now, Okay. Are we going to have to explain this one? I mean, there's not too much to say. Governor Rauner from some state, I don't fucking remember. Uh, he was like, I'm committed to diversity. And then he drank some chocolate milk to illustrate how committed he is to diversity. Okay. Here's my hot
3: take strawberry milk is disgusting what i have never had it in my life where i didn't like take a sip and go like oh my god that's too much it's very
2: sweet i
0: do it's extremely sweet yeah yeah i haven't
3: had it in
2: a long time either but
0: i do like it i enjoyed it the
2: last time i had it but that might have been like eight years
0: ago yeah yeah
1: i'm not big into chocolate milk
0: it's like milk with kool-aid powder in it i mean really the issue is that milk is bad
2: Oh, I mean no argument there. Hmm. Milk is only good if you artificially flavor it. <laughs> yeah, but even
0: then it's still milk and you shouldn't. Coconut milk or almond How milk. How do you That's guys feel say. about
1: um al- yeah, almond milk and other types of nut milk?
0: I love almond milk. You guys yeah. like
1: nut milk? I like nut milk.
2: Almonds ain't got no titty, so <laughs> But they do have nut. Yeah.
1: Got that nut? I mean Not I nut. Know,
2: me too, but like I wouldn't expect you to like
0: never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we are Pokemon going to milk, Zach. So <laughs> in this world, it's either milk uh, or be milked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, uh, coconut milk is good to answer your question. Thank you, Argyle. Yeah, no, you know what? If he drank strawberry milk, that that I would interpret that in a, in a very bad racist way as a sign that he remembers that like indigenous Americans exist. So that would be something. What if he
3: drank like, like, every kind of milk mixed into one glass like he was like strawberry milk, chocolate milk whole milk cream the time when i was a kid that i mixed cough syrup into milk only the avatar can master (laughs) all three kinds of milk when i was in high school when i was in high school i put milk and sugar into some red wine like it was tea and i drank that hey what the fuck
1: oh god one of my friends did that too it wasn't Except that it was white wine.
3: bad. It was not that it was not ho- the worst thing I ever drank. You're that was wrong. Wrong. What was
1: the worst yeah, thing no, you no, ever no, drank? Yeah, yeah. if uh, that wasn't it.
3: Beef eater, Gin and PC Cola. Uh I,
1: immediately I am immediately so sick of PC Cola
3: culture. It's just really bad. Did, did a, <laughs> it's a bitter it's a bad tasting coke. I don't know why it sells. Did it,
2: any of you like when you were in like high school or middle school experience this thing where like A bunch of kids, like, at a lunch table uh, would, like, put a bunch of, like, the remnants of their lunch in, like, some sort of, like, liquid. Like, pour it all into somebody's milk or something and then be like, hey, I'll give you $5 if you drink this. Yeah. I did that in middle school, yeah. I I did witness a dude um, in, I think, middle school make a valiant attempt at drinking, like... Chocolate milk that it had everybody's lunch remnants like poured into it, and like he made it. What is wrong with children? Oh
3: my god! Like
2: they'll do anything for money. Anyway, he drank for like three seconds, and like then immediately vomited everywhere. Ugh! See, you could
1: have back seen in- that coming.
2: That
3: <laughs> can But if he school, had
1: had a
2: gun, <laughs> we used
3: to just yes. shoot the cart. We out used to just hand. sharpen toonies. Did you guys ever play bloody knuckles? Yeah, like I mean, I yeah. did Because I was a. We was used a very to do it, smart,
0: educated yeah.
3: young boy. We used to do it with a sharpened toonie, and uh, like I actually still Sorry, have a scar. It's a two dollar coin in Canada. Okay. It's like a very big coin. It's like a huge. Big it, coin. I would, yeah, it, uh, it would, it would be big to you. Bitcoin. It's like a, 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 <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> with your you guys have quarters, right? It's about <laughs> you Americans are tiny, like you, a dollar you would, coin. It's it's like significantly bigger than a quarter, so. Uh, would sharp- where does it stack up to the American half dollar coin? It's a maybe a little bit smaller than that. I have no idea how big that is, but we'd sharpen it's, the it's edges as big of it. as
0: a vinyl record. And I actually still have a scar on my hand from that. Jesus Christ! What is wrong God. with kids? <laughs> and on that note, Video he game, said obviously.
2: again, uh, searching for an answer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that's. I think that's it. I think we got it. So that's that's a yeah, podcast, everyone. Good We've done it. All right. Um, so, Lightbringers. Oh yeah.
3: Oh, uh, shall I go first? Um, sure. Don't walk. Run to the theater to see Black Panther. Uh, it's an. Ex- have you have you people seen it? Nope. No. It's. Very, yes, I have. I have. It's very good. Like it, it is a Marvel movie. Like don't go in there expecting like a radical revolutionary like uh, film. It's still like a goofy kind of light Marvel movie, but like Ryan Coogler made it his own in so many ways that it's just, it's just a delightful movie. It's like, it reminded me a lot (laughs) of Thor Ragnarok because it was so individual. So like Uh Marvel actually got this one. It was
2: surprisingly radical and direct. its Political commentary.
3: Oh, it definitely, I'm I'm like, I'm adjusting for like, you know, our audience (laughs) by our standards.
2: Yeah, like... Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. But, like, considering, like, you're going into, like, a Marvel movie and, like, the absolute, like, I think the absolute most political Marvel movie up until this point was, like, uh, Winter Soldier saying, like, yeah. surveillance state is bad. And then this one, yeah, it's like, woo. Yeah, the the absolute, like, biggest criticism that I would have of the movie is the fact that it has a sympathetic character played by Martin Freeman, who is a CIA agent.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the only criticism I've seen, really. Yeah,
2: and like
3: I'm assuming he put the, he like had to put that in, so like just just take it with <laughs> yeah, the,
2: the, the the diversity the... quota. <laughs> take it with a grain. <laughs> no, I I really do. Like my theory is that like I. I think that they approached Ryan Coogler and were like, we will let you make this movie. We will let you fill it with a cast of black people. We will let you set it in a, a fictional African country, and we will give you a wide range of creative control. But there has to be a sympathetic character who's
0: in the CIA. I mean, really, white. though, like, can you imagine the shitstorm if, if none of the characters were white? It would have been called racism. Uh, well, one of the villains is why. Andy Circus is very good. And like, yeah. How does the movie end?
2: Uh, um, um um he looks at the camera and he says, "I guess we really are the Black Panthers." And then he pulls <laughs> the Uninfinity Stone out of his ass.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Good That's movie. very progressive of them. Yeah. Finally a superhero who has a butt plug. Yeah. That's my bringer. Black Panther go see it. It's good. Nice nice uh so my Lightbringer, and uh you might just you're gonna want to like start beating the shit out of me when i start saying these words but mm-hmm. my Lightbringer is uh oh god i i so hate that i'm about to say this kingdom hearts because <laughs> uh, uh? huh who kingdom hearts <laughs> oh who so kingdom hearts <laughs> 3 is coming out at some point this year maybe and i've been like playing through this series and i know it's dumb as fuck but, like, when you strip away, like, all the convoluted bullshit from the story and get past, if you have to, I I like it, the fact that it's inherently, like, ridiculous and incredibly silly. It's, like, a at its core, it's, like, a story about how, like, you know, through the power of, like, friendship and teamwork uh good can triumph over evil and I think that it's been, it's been really resonating with me a lot with everything going on lately regarding like people standing up against guns. So I've always loved
3: stories any kind of fictional content that's refuses to like moderate the content to make like it, you know, uh traditional. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I've never really played Kingdom Hearts, but I love the complete commitment to the bit. It's just like, no, oh, yeah. this, this is just ridiculous and silly, and not one second of this game is going to be, like, apologizing for that
0: or kind of right. winking means at that. it into it very hard. Yeah. It's very cheesy, and I appreciate that. That said, anyone who hasn't played any Kingdom Hearts games, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. No, don't. I mean, do as I say when I say don't play him.
1: (laughs) So my light bringer is Adam Rippon. He is one of the I think he's the first openly gay Olympian. And he was brought to my attention um, before the Olympics started when he basically told Mike Piss to fuck off and he wasn't going to talk to him for being such a homophobic slimeball. But he's also been like. In the Olympics itself, he's been a real joy to watch. He's very graceful on the ice. And he's also insanely funny, and he's absolutely a major poster. So, one of us.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Great
1: U.S. representation, great posting representation, and great LGBT representation. Go, Adam Rippon.
3: Didn't Pence try to, like, play it off? Like, oh, we, we weren't going no, to yeah, meet with was- him. Like.
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he said that, but he said on Twitter, like, Adam, like, um, I'm with you as an American, which is obviously yeah. bullshit, and Adam called yeah. it as bullshit, so So wait,
0: it, it, he's the first openly gay Olympic athlete from America, or in the entire Olympics ever?
1: I think America, I don't know, I, I can hit Google real quick. Oh yeah, he was the first um, openly gay athlete from America to win a medal.
2: Okay, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, so my Lightbringer, uh, for the week, and I hate to be repetitive, is a different Black Panther thing. (laughs) It's, (laughs) hell fucking no! It's a different, uh, Black Panther thing. This is actually, um, the, um, Marvel Comics, uh, Black Panther, A Nation Under Our Feet, uh, which I just read the, uh, first volume of, so the first four issues. Um, I've been holding on to this trade paperback for probably several months and just now got to actually reading it. Um, so it's really interesting because it's written by, um, Ata Nahisi Coates, um, and I hope I pronounced that oh. right. Um, uh, the, uh, author of, um, is it, Be- uh, Between the World and Me? Is that the name? Uh, The
0: World Ends With You.
2: stop (laughs) you and your square enix properties today enough um and he hadn't he didn't have any comics experience prior to uh taking on this role as the head writer for like an established marvel comic series so it's written in a very interesting literary way that's kind of unconventional uh for a comic book um and i think that it benefits a lot from being collected in like a in, in a you know collected format like this because when i tried to read the first issue it didn't really grab me um but being able to read it all at once it really kind of <laughs> worked a lot better um and there it's a very interesting premise for this book it deals a lot with like social upheaval in like the country of wakanda and like uh t'challa's role as like a king um in addition to being like a superpower entity actually being like a ruling um entity and like what his responsibility is to his people um i think it's fantastic i would recommend it to anybody even though marvel comics severely overprices their trade paperbacks this one's only 17 dollars yeah um
0: huh. so that actually does sound pretty cool
2: yeah it, i i recommend it to probably anybody nice it's good Nice.
0: um yeah all right so that's gonna do it for us this week uh so Tumblr, uh, tumblr.com. Nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> HKIPGTD.Tumblr.com. Uh, that's where you can send us ask messages. We also have a Twitter, twitter.com slash HKIPGTD. Uh, where you can tweet us questions, which we forgot to ask for this week. But you can do it. We won't stop you. Facebook.com slash HKIPGTD is also a thing. Like us. It's great. If
2: you still use Facebook like a loser.
0: We have a Gmail that you shouldn't email because we don't check it. Uh, we have a Discord that you can find the link to on any of our things. And it's very good. And I highly recommend getting in on it because it's a great time. That's That's pretty much it. So thanks to the taxpayers for the use of their song Evil Men from the album Cold Hearted Town. I still am shocked that they let us use it in the podcast with this name, but they did. <laughs> and we appreciate them very much for it because it's a great song.
2: Mm-hmm. They're true allies, the
0: taxpayers. True, the truest of allies. Uh, I'm Sam. You can find me at positive-stress on Tumblr.com. I unfortunately have caved and am back on Twitter uh, at Posy Stress. Sorry, everyone. Uh, or you can you can also listen to my podcast, Jergon It, with my brother and I, where we talk about The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and it's good. I love hearing
3: you say that uh, I'm Linus uh, you can find me on Twitter at Linus Kloss, and uh, as I say every time on Tumblr at Cradlejack, but like I'm never on there. I'm inactive on Tumblr I'm, as everyone
0: should be.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah true bad website. I'm Caroline, and I'm on Twitter as C Savage with two V's, and on Tumblr as Winter Uh
2: I'm Zach, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Catacwax or on Tumblr at uh, Night Zone with a K.
0: Oh, and uh, one last thing. People have been asking us about Patreon. We are, it is in the works. We've been talking about it, figuring out uh, rewards and stuff. Sorry, so I'm sorry. We're trying to establish it. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to remove it from not existing uh, So that's our drill reference for the episode Got it in under the wire You're welcome uh, But yeah, this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die
1: Memento Pokemori
0: And uh Scene and, and, and scene <laughs>